Welcome to the Clinical Podcast Series brought to you by the American Academy of Optometry Foundation. Today's episode is entitled Changes in the Expression of MMP9 After Intense Pulsed Light Therapy Combined with Meibomian Gland Expression in Moderate and Severe Meibomian Gland Dysfunction. Our host today is Dr. Tom Quinn and our topical expert is Dr. Kate McClure. Our topical editor is Dr. Kelsey Steele. And now it is my pleasure to bring you today's episode. Greetings, all you of curious minds, to this episode of the Clinical Podcast Series. We're going to talk about meibomian gland dysfunction and treatment and how to measure treatment. And our special guest, our expert guest, is Dr. Kate McClure, who's in private practice and also is an instructor at the Ohio State University College of Optometry, where she got her OD degree and her fellowship in corneal contact lenses. So, Kate, you are uniquely qualified for this topic. Welcome. Well, thank you. Glad to be here, Tom. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. So this paper was published in uh, the June 2021 issue of Contact Lens and Anterior Eye, published uh, by the, the authors uh, were Han Lee et al. And uh, Kate, tell us about what this paper is about. Sure, I'd love to. So this paper looked at the combined treatment of IPL and MGD manual expression on MMP9 levels in patients with moderate to severe MGD. There was three treatments in a two-week period, and the study evaluated MMP9 levels, objective findings, subjective symptoms, and meibomian gland function before and after treatment. Okay, and of course, MMP3... Uh, levels, uh, that's, or MMP9, right? Yeah, MMP9. Uh, MMP9 is measured using the inflammatory system, right? Are there other Mm -hmm. systems out there that measure MMP9? Yeah, I I think that maybe there's there's some in development, but this is the one that they used in the study. Okay, for the mm -hmm. clinician out there, I want to make sure they understood that Mm -hmm. one. This is the main one, yep. The inflammatory is the main one available. So what they find out? Yeah, so it was pretty interesting. And they found significant improvement in the OSDI and ocular symptom scores. So there was an improvement in subjective symptoms. They also found improvement in eyelid margin abnormality and significant decrease in eyelid margin irregularity. They also showed improvement in my bulimia gland function, and there was no significant change in eyelid margin telangiectasia. So therefore, the three sessions improved mebum color and consistency, and the three types of eyelid margin abnormalities, including irregularity, thickness, and plugging. Okay. And, and it also did, showed most... Oh, yes. Go ahead, Tom. How long did they do the treatment before they assessed the, the effect on the Yeah. Treatment? So that, that was what was kind of interesting to me. Um, just two weeks after. So they did the treatment, waited two weeks, and then did some of this testing. So um, I think that that's a good measure of initial... Uh, treatment, but certainly we know dry eye disease is a long-term chronic disease. So I think it'd also be interesting to see a study that maybe measured this a little bit further out too. Got it. Yeah. Um, So any strengths or weaknesses that you picked up in reading this about this study? Yeah. So the study was um, 91% women, which we know women are more prone to dry eye, but I was surprised that it was maybe that skewed towards women. So I would have liked to see a a better mix of patients in the study. Um, And I do uh, 
I do credit this study for trying to find as many objective measures as they can. That's what's really hard about dry eye is finding these, these objective measurements. So I think they tried their best to make some objective findings, which I think could still be swayed by the clinician. They weren't masked to who had treatment. So for me, that would have been interesting to see um, patients who, who maybe just had expression versus who had no treatment versus who had IPL. So I think if there had been some more variables, we could have done some more comparisons. Great point. So did we learn anything from this? And if so, how can we apply uh, what we learned from this paper to our daily care of patients? Sure. I mean, I think absolutely. I think this is definitely clinically applicable. I think it shows that IPL and manual um, expression could be used for your patients, especially those with moderate to severe MGD disease. I think that this is something that you should maybe consider for those patients. Okay. So some, some issues with the study uh, protocol, but really the uh, <laughs> bottom line is this is helpful information to help us yeah. make the, those many, many patients out there who suffer from this condition a little sure. bit. Sure. All right. I think okay. it shows it can be in your tool bag. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Thanks so much for your insights. We appreciate it. Thank Thanks you for, for being with me, us. Tom. And thank you everybody for listening. Take care. And a special thanks to CooperVision for their educational grant to make it all happen.